Welcome to the Launchbox Podcast. I'm Anjali, and I can't wait for you to get to know plant-based kitchens from around the globe. Every episode will unpack inspiring stories and delicious menus of spots that are guaranteed to be your next food experience. Welcome to today's episode. Here with me is Adomas from Lithuania. Hi, Adamas. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Nice to hear you. Yeah, I'm just happy that you're here. Tell us about you and what Chaika is all about. Okay, so we are from Lithuania, from Vilnius, the capital of Lithuania. And Chaika is a cafe. Now is like a small ca- chain of cafes. Um and it's about uh, it's about actually vegan desserts, good specialty coffee, and teas, and uh, like I don't know, in- interesting interior people say, and and uh, nice laid back vibe. Yeah, I saw your social media, your Instagram, and you have this vibe where it's colorful, like colorful retro. Yeah, yeah, it's like our like visit card is the colors colorful interiors really colorful ones yes and you are into soul jazz and between 50 and 60 music background so is this what it is like the vibe in in the cafes actually yes and no yes because we started it as it was i would say uh the main music and main like uh, vibe and style but uh, during the years everything is a bit changing because we're having more staff, more baristas, and every person adds something from from their perspective. Maybe a different music style or or like just communication style. But we have our like philosophy, our uh, way we are doing. Tell me about when you first started a cafe. How was the idea? Uh, how did it come to life? And a little bit more about you and the people behind. Okay, so everything started uh, quite a long time ago. Next year will be 10 years anniversary. Wow. So, so we have a really, really big journey to what we are now. Uh, when we met with my nowadays wife, we started to think what to do, maybe together, because she was working in a teas and spices shop. She had quite, quite a lot of knowledge of, about various tea sorts and, uh, and, and spices and something. And we were thinking that maybe it's a time to have something for her for her own, maybe shop, maybe cafe. We, we didn't know yet <laughs> what it will be so we started to search for premises and we found ones in in the old town of Vilnius and the premises were really authentic because it's a wooden house maybe you've seen the photo of the exterior yeah i did i did yeah yes. so, so it's like a old wooden house pretty let's say extinguished from <laughs> from other buildings and yeah, and from those premises, we were thinking, okay, it's nice ones, but what to do? And we were like, okay, let's make a cafe. Let's make a cafe. So we started to more like a tea room, like a small place. And then also my wife started to make like vegan cupcakes. They became pretty popular. So 
we were thinking maybe we need like uh, some separate premises for like kitchen. So we started the kitchen and then we started to make more and more vegan desserts. Previously, we bought uh, some other desserts from other bakeries and just resell resell it. Mm -hmm. So, but starting from these vegan cupcakes, and we started to make uh, vegan desserts and we have had uh, the idea and like one, like the way that it will be vegan and it should be really good, as good as any other dessert so it's our philosophy that it doesn't matter that it's vegan or not vegan it should be really really good and should be good for all like i don't know meat eaters like vegans for anyone so after after these years finally we finalized ourselves in more exact uh, concept and then i'm still thinking that this concept is uh very attractive to customers, to clients, and, and could be like anywhere. So this franchise model is, is the way to, I don't know, to grow forward. Congratulations to your ninth year and next year for the 10th anniversary. It's huge. Thank you. For, <laughs> for someone who runs a cafe restaurant, I know what you know, goes at the back behind the scene where there's a lot of hours put into there's sweat and tears. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this. what was the inspiration why you guys decided to, hey, let's make vegan desserts? Um, uh, actually, like my wife and her sister was always into vegetarian food and vegan food. And my wife is a vegetarian for, I don't know, maybe 20 years or something. She was with the vegetarian before it was cool, you know, <laughs> but mainly more of ethical reasons. Actually, we started making desserts without any chef experience and even without experience in, in your own kitchen. Like people like to bake, uh, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. cakes and other. I understand, yeah. <laughs> my wife just thought, okay, we need to do something. Let's do it. She said, like, I don't have any experience for dessert, like vegan, not vegan. So just let's make it all vegan from zero point. (laughs) Because, yeah, we always support uh, the scene and those uh, organizations. And So it's pretty much ethical reasons why you are serving only vegan uh, desserts? From our, like, from the inside, yeah, the main thing is ethical reasons. But now as we grew, uh, yeah, we understand. We see that there are like for, for like a lot of our clients are very. Like, we have different reasons they come here. Like mm-hmm. uh, ones are like before because of ethical, uh, others uh, because of health issues or allergies or or kids allergies or just like because we we make a lot of not only vegan but also gluten free cakes. Mm-hmm. So it's all mixes up. And I think this is really what's good about having no dairy, having no gluten, because you're more inclusive. You are including so many people with maybe dietary issues. Yeah. Actually, I want to know what the vegan plant-based scene is in Vilnius. I have been to the other Baltic 
countries except for Lithuania. So oh, pity. <laughs> should come here. I will come. And I once booked my ticket, but I just had to cancel. So I actually do not know how the plant-based vegan scene is in, in there. Yeah. Do you have any perspective for us? Yes, uh, uh, the scene is growing very fast, as I think, well, as everywhere else in the world, in uh, regular restaurants or, I don't know, traditional ones or older ones. Uh, maybe it's harder to find uh, like vegan options, but uh, there are opening uh, quite a lot of new places. I think situation is getting better and better here. I, I would recommend for everyone who comes to Vilnius to visit a restaurant Rosehip. Okay. It's the maybe most popular, the vegan restaurant in Vilnius, but it's really worth to visit. It's really tasty food mm -hmm. and, I don't know, nice atmosphere. And then when they want to have a coffee, chill and dessert, they can go to you guys. Yeah, actually, we are pretty. Our uh, another Cheka is pretty close to to the Rosehip restaurant, so it's really a pattern that people go to eat in Rosehip and come <laughs> to us to have a dessert and coffee. <laughs> nice. Tell us when you were back in the beginning when you first launched it. Did you have any experience at all in running a cafe or? We didn't have any experience working like in restaurants in a cafe. I just had the experience like more in managing mm -hmm. positions like business. For me, it was like, okay. And my wife was more into these uh, spices working in a shop. So lots of new things were ahead of us. What were your challenges when you first opened? Because I, we have a lot of listeners that are probably thinking of starting up something like what you have. Um, so I think our strength, main strength, were that we were very small. We started to work ourselves and... Uh, we didn't have any particular plans. We have to, like, in this quarter, we have to reach something like this, or in this quarter, we, we have to do something like this. We just, we worked and we observed the reactions of uh, customers. We listened to the op opinions. We listened to uh, some advices, some, I don't know. We, we just, yeah, observed and tried to, you know, to meet the needs uh, of the of our customers and uh, and yeah being being small like uh, working ourselves by the bar and then step by step like very carefully expanding so i think it helped us to get there as we are now because yes yeah, those uh, challenges as recent one the pandemics and uh, others yeah there there are some <laughs> things how was it when you first opened? Was it a hit right away? Or did you have to build up when it comes to marketing and sharing the word to your friends, family, and eventually the locals? I have to say, it, our beginning was a bit of a uh, lighter one from this side that when we opened the first Chaika in this wooden building, we made very very distinguished interior mm -hmm. also the part of the story is that uh, i was studying abroad 
and got back here to Lithuania 10 years ago or more. And uh, I was very uh, hyped to the idea to reuse things, remake uh, various old things to new life. And uh, I, previously I was working with, uh, uh, you know, like uh, interior stuff, like with the uh, interior lights and furniture and uh, all, all this design field. So... I was hyped with the, with this idea. Just in my free time, I was remaking various uh, luminaries, like various uh, lights from different things, like like I don't know bowls and jars and any random things. And my wife also had the very big hobby of old things, old things from like because we live in Lithuania, it's more from Soviet period, but it's let's call it retro because yeah. It's, retro stuff and we put in this interior put all our hobbies and stuff so this interior became quite a i don't know unusual one and in this time time nine years ago and still it's kind of i don't know unusual <laughs> so so people were like talking and in like nine years ago it was in vilnius there wasn't uh, opening a lot of places so it a new new place in town was kind of interesting for local. Mm-hmm. Our main actually marketing tool for the beginning was like this: just make everything as high quality as we can, as tasty as we can, as like as good as as it could be, and the uh, the word will spread. And it happened like this. So yeah, so we can really see traces of who you are as people as you put sort of your hobbies in to your cafes and it becomes so unique that it stands out. I understand that word of mouth is the most efficient way because, you know, people bring in people they know, they recommend it to their friends and family. And for you guys, you don't even have to spend the marketing budget, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Our marketing was to make, I don't know, any anything in the cafe as as good as it can be like and you've been doing that for the last nine years that's amazing and now you have two cafes one in vilnius and one in uh, kaunas right we have two two in vilnius two cafes Mm -hmm. and one cafe in kaunas like a franchise Right. And during this year where you were able to sharpen up your concept, you feel like, okay, the way to go and grow is to offer it as a franchise to people. Do you split up responsibilities? For example, who's taking care of the management? Yeah, actually, we all uh, also split our responsibilities with my wife very also organically because she started like to make uh, the desserts and like it work in the kitchen and uh, another part of the story yeah we are really complex <laughs> another part of the story <laughs> that uh, my wife's background is actually photography she was she was a photographer working in a tea and spice spices shop <laughs> so and she she finished the the photography school and also painting like art art school you know photography and painting 
And when she was, she started to, to make uh, the desserts, the cakes, particularly, we found out that it's really close. So my wife now is uh, is taking care of the kitchen, the production side, and I'm taking care of like the whole ship. There is a healthy division of your workload. I can now, sense now, now it is, but. We had also like challenges, you know, because the the work you work in the, at work and you work like you you talk about work at home, so it was challenges. I, I don't hide it, <laughs> but but uh, creating certain rules helped us, you know, to to become partners and and, and friends and. And and you've done that for such a long time already. It's it's proven and tested somehow. And it's great to have tools and rules around working conditions because you just have to set boundaries, right? I yeah. mean, I started with friends as well. It's very so, important. Yeah, it's very important. And they say that you shouldn't start a business with friends. And I did against all advice. Mm-hmm. And we're still working on making sure we are healthy in terms of being partners at work and also as people, as friends. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard work. There's a lot of communication. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are also going stronger in that aspect. And there's just a lot of also respect, right? When it comes to your talent and your expertise i think if you know that this person can handle this thing you just let that person and bloom yeah how is it right now post covid now actually it's it's okay it's like a post covid period it's like very very busy here because people were you know hungry thirsty for going out and meeting with friends and you know eat in the city not at home so it's okay now covid is the best thing now this war issues what did you do during covid though did you close your cafes did you have severe restrictions yeah we had quite severe restrictions, especially in the second wave. Half of a year, uh, places were closed and could operate only for takeaway. So we did as we were allowed. So we made uh, cake orders. We sold, uh, like, customers were coming to buy, like, pieces of cakes, some drinks for, for takeaway. It was really slow period, but we were... We were working. What are, What is your great or biggest challenge right now in general, not just post-COVID, but in general? You've mentioned about the war, and I'm not sure about the situation back there in Lithuania, but here in Copenhagen or a lot of places in the world, the prices have really increased. Yeah. How are you coping with them? Yes, it's, uh, it's really the same here. This inflation is... Uh, really big in Lithuania so so we have to raise prices or just to have this profit margin smaller another challenge uh, is the employees actually we are quite happy that we don't have this big challenge because people quite uh, want to work at us to work in Taika they they like 
but uh, I know that in the whole in industry, like for like my friends who has uh, who have restaurants, so they are really struggling to find uh, personnel. So yeah, I think uh, those main like in Lithuania, I would say for a whole industry, the main challenges are this like uh, personnel and uh, and the expenses. Yeah, like uh, for. And energetic prices like electricity and uh, yeah. eating and uh, really, really went up recently. Yeah, I can relate with you when it comes to to the price hike, but also with other restaurants having difficulties finding personal. We have a lot of people applying, but one thing is training them and another thing is when there is a good chemistry mm, on yeah. each side yeah and if people really want to be in the industry because it seems fun you know it seems simple from the outside but once you're in there you then you realize how many small details you have to pay attention to okay. how big how big is your space actually not not, not big our our cafes are quite small space just in the summer we have terraces so it's like mm -hmm. doubles or triples the space but in the winter time we're not small maybe 40 square square meters but uh, uh one one of uh, our chica the second one is in really interesting building actually uh quite old one and with really interesting uh i don't know architecture it's it mm -hmm. it's built in soviet period but uh, with very very interesting architecture you can maybe see some photos or maybe <laughs> come visit us and in, the, yeah. in in this building we are like uh, sharing the roof with a club so okay we're uh, <laughs> we, we are we in the same like one building we have a club and uh, like our neighbor the club and the, in and our cafe so we have this really nice synergy between us because uh, when we have we don't have enough you know seats for the, our customers they they go to sit in that club because it's really uh, much uh, spacier and mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we have this uh, how to say um like in the first half a day our clients go like maybe to to share the uh, the common space and drink coffee and tea and more in the evening uh, they go to drink beer and another place mm -hmm. you know like alcoholic and some of them come to our space so it's really nice and unexpected synergy that we have here can you name some of the sandwiches or menus that you have and maybe some drinks so people can have a, a some kind of a teaser sure so we have uh, lots of cakes and cupcakes different ones so uh they're really different in style and taste so it, it it's hard to say the one that is most popular because uh, like everyone has different tastes and and likes different ones so um we have like sandwiches so jack with jackfruit we call it barbecue jack because it's with jackfruit and barbecue sauce then with tofu and beets then our new new newest uh, panini really popular popular and really good uh, it's, it's my favorite now so <laughs> 
saying it, so it's a, but we call it burger sandwich because it's a, with a burger patty from like soy and with ch- vegan cheddar cheese and uh, corns and and uh, lettuce. And from drinks, we have uh, really popular like matcha and hot and cold. And we have like uh, other like spicy drinks like chai latte, which we make from from our own uh, spices mix. We mix the prepare the spices for for this chai latte from natural spices, and we make it with uh, with a. Uh, black tea concentrate so it's 100% natural and uh, and also big selection of teas uh, for example like uh, mint with cinnamon bits or or blue tea with uh, licorice and uh, blue flower butterfly pea flower and also herbs teas and uh, like uh, green tea like genmaicha tea with milk or without milk so really kind of wide <laughs> menu of drinks makes me hungry just listening to you <laughs> uh, the burger panini sounds so good and i haven't heard about the mix of a panini and a burger so, so. it's more like a j- joke because uh uh it's the the thing is uh, like a burger but we use like a bread like a panini bread, so it's uh, the burger put in the panini, you know, panini coat. <laughs> I just want to hear what keeps you going, what makes you wake up in the morning and say, let's do it. Actually, very simple thing, the feedback of our clients. When you see happy people, when you hear good words, then when you hear like... Uh, thankings for making their celebration nice or having a good time at the cafe and coming back, bringing their friends, relatives, uh, like friends from other countries. So all those details, yeah, motivate us. If there is one piece of advice you want to give to someone who is starting up, what would it be? My advice maybe would be to listen carefully to your customers, listen to the feedback. And I think they are the best advisors, you know, what, what, uh, either you going right direction or not right or something. So I think it would be this. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the best and all the luck, especially for your franchise venture. Yeah, thank you for having having me. And and maybe there will be someone from your listeners who who will be interested in Czechos franchise in Copenhagen. Yes, if you are interested for a franchise, feel free to contact Adumas at Czechos. But thank you so much. And it's a pleasure to have you on my podcast. I can't wait to be there. And one day you will be surprised that I will be there. Okay, looking forward to see you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Feel free to share it with others and spread the word. I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of the Launchbox Podcast.